It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, November 8th, 2017, and welcome. Uh, we'll starting a little bit late here, but that's all right. But episode number, uh, let me say, I forgot what episode. Uh, episode 76 of our of the WWS Radio Network's uh, Pop Culture Review Show. This is WWS Outside the Ropes. Uh, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. I'm uh, going to bring you some quick, a few, few stories here, courtesy of Full Love and Mania. Also joining me here tonight to help uh, bring bring you some uh, other stories to, out to the table, the Iceman, J.D. Jared Girolamo, of course, part of our team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, J.D., uh, welcome indeed to episode 76 of OTR. <coughs> this indeed. And, of course, if you want to join us here, ladies and gentlemen, for some big-time discussion here. Uh, and uh, on, a, on several stories that we'll be we'll reading here tonight, plus our movie trivia challenge, which we put JD back in the hot seat one more time. Please give us a call here, 1 724 7444. Call ID. Or one here and spank me. 141 387 pounds. Please, by all means, please press that one if you want to count on anything that we have to talk about here. Tonight on the outside the ropes, and yet, and if you if you want to, ladies and gentlemen, uh, JD uh, is charging ten dollars a hit uh, for each cheat. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, let me see. Let me see what we have here. Ooh, okay. We have a couple a couple stories that I have here. Apparently, more, more, more troubles here for actor Kevin Spacey, J.D. I think we need to bring this. Uh, Joseph Lee brings us a story here tonight. As a former TV anchor accuses him of sexually assaulting one of their family members. Oh, boy. Uh, we heard it all already, I think. Last month, Kevin Spacey was accused of making unwanted sexual advances against actor Anthony Rapp when Rapp was 14 and Spacey was 26. Since then, other male actors have come out and accused Spacey of groping or sexually harassing them. The punishment has been swift, with Netflix firing him from the House of Cards and CBS pulling him from a TV special that airs next month. Now, it seems another accuser has stepped forward. TMZ reports that former Boston TV news anchor Heather Unruh that's the best way I can pronounce this. It's holding a press conference today to accuse the actor of sexually assaulting a family member who was 18 at the time. However, sexual assault is sexual assault no matter the age, and this allegedly happened at a bar on Nantucket Island in 2016. So last year this happened. <laughs> the victim who lives out of state reported the incident to police with a phone call earlier this year. It's unknown if police have investigated, but if they do, the incident will have fallen within any kind of statute of limitations. Before the Spacey scandal was revealed, UNRWA tweeted last month, the hashtag Weinstein scandal has emboldened me, hashtag truth time. 
I was a Kevin Spacey fan until he assaulted a loved one. Time the dominoes fell. Unruh and attorney Mitchell Garabedian, the same who helped expose the Boston um, Arch... Oh, crap, I can't pronounce this. Archdiocese. Thank you. Child sex abuse scandal played in spotlight by uh, in the movie Spotlight by Stanley Tucci held a conference that started at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. J.D., more and more and more and more troubles for this. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think Kevin Spacey's career could be over, and it's shameful because he has been such a great actor in movies like American Beauty and L.A. Confidential and others, however, and now all of a sudden this blows up right in his face, however, and it's just it's continuing to go south of very, very quickly. Yes, indeed, and uh, this is this is going to this is going to this is going to probably uh, and it's um, yeah bruise it for for a long, long time. Yes, indeed. Uh, now here's another one concerning, and I guess because of this situation, uh, JD Joseph Lee, for many reports are today, that now Kevin Spacey has been removed from. The Carol Burnett Show anniversary show on CBS. I heard about that. That's supposed to happen pretty soon. When is that special going to happen, actually? I'm going to jump right to that. Let's just go ahead and bring it. Another day, another project that Kevin Spacey is removed from. The actor has been fired from Netflix's House of Cards, and now Variety reports that CBS has cut Spacey out of the upcoming Carol Burnett Show 50th anniversary special, which airs on December the 3rd. Spacey was a part of the tape in Los Angeles last month, performing a musical number with Carol Burnett, Kristen Chenoweth, and Bernadette Peters. Yeah, Kristen Chenoweth, yeah. Yep, Uh, thank you. CBS has yet to decide if they will cut the number, but Spacey is definitely gone. Spacey was reportedly very excited to be a part of the special and entertain the audience between segments by doing impressions and getting in the dentist chair from a classic sketch. Oh, the Conway Harvey Corman one. Great. Yes. Yeah, but it's 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 like I said, it's just shameful that it, it, it has come to this, Sam. It really has, and it just breaks your heart. However, like I said, this is a guy I mean who's been in Hollywood for thirty years, and like I said, he's done the movies I mentioned, other movies he's done, the Bobby Darren movie, Beyond the Sea, which I thought was a great movie. I mean, he did a movie back in the early '80s called Heartburn with uh, Meryl Streep and Jack Nicholson, where he played a uh, like a uh, thief. But like I said, his big breaks obviously came with American Beauty and L.A. Confidential. And now it's just like all of a sudden, uh, he's done 21, the uh, Card County movie. I mean, it's just it breaks your heart to see what Spacey's career has now become. It, indeed. And, of course, there's a little bit more story here. This news follows numerous allegations, of course, as we said, of sexual assault and harassment. I'm the actor with some of his alleged victims underage at the time that he made the advances. In addition to being fired from House of Cards, Netflix has also dropped his film Gore, and Sony pulled his new film All the Money in the World from a- from AFI Fest, although it will still release on December 22nd. His talent agency and publicist Stacey Wolf also dropped him, and Scotland Yard is now investigating claims that he assaulted a male actor in London. Oh, Jesus. Oh, so, uh, J.D., before we go any further with anything else, there is one question I've been meaning to pose here tonight, and I wanted to pose it here tonight. With these situations happening with Weinstein and now Thank Kevin you. Spacey, and I'm sure there, uh, that, that other director, what was his name, Ratner, Brett, I think. Brett, 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 Ratner. Brett, Brett, Ratner. Right. Has this ruined Hollywood? I think so. Yes, it has. It really has. And it's shameful. It really has. It, Hollywood has taken a dark 
underbelly seed, however, in the last little while, however. I mean, for a long time, it was like bottle. I mean, for a long time, however, we never heard anything like this come out. And now, all of a sudden, this is coming out, and this is just blowing Hollywood right off the charts, however. I mean, especially the time, the season that it's around, however. It's just, it's it's sad. It really is. It, it really, it, indeed, uh, it is. It's just un- unbelievable about how, uh, unbelievable how, uh, how this has gone south and all that, and of course, like I said, as they say, it takes several bad eggs, well, maybe one bad egg or one bad apple to spoil the bunch. But I think it's taken several here, um, here in in this situation. Uh, one quick wrestling story, and JD, I'll turn it over to you for some story, some quick stories here. Larry Zonka at 411 Mania here. One wrestling story here. John Cena is reacting to joining Team SmackDown, as we've uh, we've been hearing all day, and also a free Ring of Honor. Women of Honor match. I heard about this. Okay, let me throw this out here. Earlier today, it was announced that John Cena had been has been added to SmackDown Survivor Series team. He's posted the following about the news on Twitter: "I am ready to answer the call wherever and whenever I'm needed. Where hashtag SD Live when hashtag Survivor Series." John Cena saying that today. And here, of course, there is a video of the talking about the Ring of Honor women's match. Was apparently it was it was pitting Diona Perrazzo versus Karen Q. Uh, JD, are you familiar with any one of the other one? Of these I've two heard people? the names, yes, but not very familiar. Yeah. Uh, now, now let me pose this about John Cena. In your personal opinion, hmm. we heard that he's joined Team SmackDown for the Survivor Series. That's correct. It was announced prior. It was announced before. He was supposed to referee the title versus title match. Of course, with that change now. Yeah. What what what's going to go on here? What's what's your? What's I don't know. So, something's happening for the blue brand against the red brand. That things are getting interesting. And in addition to that, I did hear another wrestling story. However, and I'm going to pull this up too. However, and I'm sure you didn't hear. This is from Larry Zonkin. I'll mention this tonight also on Revolution. Apparently, however, uh, according to PW Insider, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were sent home today from the European tour. However, following the SmackDown tapings. However. Multiple sources within the company confirmed the pair was sent back to the U.S. today, however, as there was no specific reason why they were sent home. Well, now we know why. Sports Illustrated has a couple of new details on this, however. According to the outlet, Owens and Zayn were sent home, however, for disciplinary reasons, but conduct deemed detrimental to the company. Specifically, they were sent home due to going into business for themselves on Tuesday's episode of SmackDown last night. SI also says that Vince McMahon approved the decision to send the two home. Owens and Zayn appeared in the opening segment of SmackDown Traded Bars with Shane O'Mac, a.k.a. Shane McMahon, before Zayn was booked in a match with Kofi Kingston, which Kingston won. Now, Pro Wrestling Sheet goes on to say, however, mind you, however, has new details, however, like I said, however, uh, like I said, when Owens attacked Kingston after the match. According to the site, Owens and Zayn were supposed to feed for New Day during that post-match segment, i.e. get fed off by New Day, in order to get a pop of the baby faces. Instead, they both quickly bailed out from the ring, and the outlet notes that New Day was left waiting, and the segment seemed to end awkwardly, with the sound crew not playing anyone's music due to the two, quote, going off script. PWS also reports that, according to several sources, they have been slightly hard to work with and seem unhappy. Both were close with friend writer Jimmy Jacobs, however, who was fired a few weeks ago, as well as Neville, who is gone after walking out of the company. So, uh, I mean, I'm sorry to say this, however, but if they're going to do this thing, however, and go into business for themselves, suspend them. Suspend them both. Yeah, I would think so, too. I mean, 
I mean, if they're if they were looking if they were looking to uh, you know try to try to try to gain gain a little bit of things for themselves and all that at the, at the expense of you know the company you know that's that's made them big time stars here. I mean, that's that 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 shouldn't be happening at all. I mean, that 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 you're that a very good point about that, JD. Uh, I think you uh, and I. I do, I do thank you for bringing that to our attention. And now any other stories you have, please go ahead and bring it to our attention. All right. Well, of course, here's your top off box office report. We'll start with how our Thor put down the hammer this week on a budget of $180 million. In its first week, however, with 122.7 its opening week. A Bad Mom's Christmas, however, which is on a budget of $28 million, however, debuted between 167 and 21.2 million, so between 17 and 21 million was its top movie this week. Jigsaw, the number one movie last week, dropped two spots, hour to third on six and a half million. On a budget of 10 million, just two weeks, it has made over 28.6 million. Tyler Bear's Boo 2 and Medea Halloween also dropped two spots, the fourth hour, making four and a half million, and so far in three weeks, on a budget of 25 million, has made 42.8 million. Geostorm also took a hit this week, finishing in fifth hour with 3.1 million, and so far on a budget of 120 million in three weeks, this made 28 or close to 29 million. Now, some of the new movies you'll see this week, however, at the box office include the following, however. Murder on the Orient Express, starring Kenneth Branagh, who is also the director of this movie, along with Penelope Cruz, William Defoe, Judy Dench, and Johnny Depp. Daddy's Home 2 is back with Mel Gibson, Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, Lydon Carnelli, and of course, uh, John Cena. Also, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, starring Woody Harrelson, who of course is uh, best known for his role now as Linda Baines Johnson in the LBJ uh, bio, however, also with Princess McDermott and Sam Rockwell. Amanda and Jacko Glamping, G-L-A-M-P-I-G, however, Starring Amy Acker and David Arquette comes out along with June Squip, best known for her role in the movie about Schmidt and also Nebraska. And uh, those are just some of the movies coming out this week. For you sports fans, however, we got plenty of sports to talk about. Believe me, it has been a crazy couple of days, however. First off, in football news, however, the first thing to report about that, however, mind you, of course, we got reports, excuse me, however, that apparently tomorrow night we will have the Seattle Seahawks, however, take on the Arizona Cardinals, however, on Thursday night's Game of the Week. Meanwhile, this Sunday night, however, New England will travel off to Denver to try to uh, beat the Broncos, who got dumped last week at the hands of the Philadelphia Eagles, who are now 8-1. And coming up on Monday night football, ladies and gentlemen, it will be the Miami Dolphins, however, traveling to Charlotte to take on the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton. Meanwhile, however, there's some other news going on involving Jerry Jones and Roger Goodell. In fact, according to Chris Morton and Adam Schefter, however, which has been been posted, however, I just saw it here a second ago, however, apparently Jerry Jones and the owners are trying to stop the deal with the commissioner. What deal, you ask? We'll tell you about it here in a second. In fact, here's the story. The Cowboys' Jerry Jones was a leading voice among 17 NFL owners on a conference call this afternoon However, that discussed the possibility of holding Roger Commission, uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell's pending contract extension. Sources involved with the call told ESPN. There is a growing difference of opinion among owners about Goodell's overall performance as commissioner, according to sources. The owners on the conference call, however, are generally unhappy with Goodell and the NFL's front office for a variety of reasons, including excuse me, the player protest staged during the National Anthem, issues regarding the relocation of teams to the 
Los Angeles, and the league's handling of the Ray Rice domestic violence case, according to sources. One owner, however, said during the call, simply put, you don't have this, get this, to have this many messes over the years like Rogers had and survive it. So, unfortunately, the commissioner is in a little hot water, if you will, like we said. And like I said, according to reports, however, like I said, this happened today. Also, ladies and gentlemen, everyone's favorite dysfunctional family, however, the Ball family, is back in the news again. Reported yesterday, however, in China, one of the Ball kids, however, along with two of his UCLA teammates, however, were busted for shoplifting a pair of sunglasses. That's right, sunglasses, mind you, at a Louis Vuitton store in China. The reports, however, that the three players will be kicked out of school more than likely. And also, hold on, I'm just getting the story here, so please bear with me here, folks. Um, I just saw it. Hold on. Uh, where is it? Uh, like I said, how we just you saw the news here. Hold on. Uh, da, 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 da. I just saw it a second ago. Bear with me, folks. Uh, well, all we know is that apparently, however, there was a lot of tension. Hold on. I'll tell you right now. I'll pull it up here. Uh, uh, okay, hold on. Let's see here. Hold on. Uh, whoops. Okay. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it says, this is the, well, this is the sporting news reporting. Okay, here we go. I found the story. LeVar Ball says his son, LeAngelo's arrest in China is not a big deal. This is according to the sporting news. LeVar Ball said that his son, who got arrested, ain't a big deal. And said, although he said, the elder Ball said he is, quote, lacking intel about the situation. Now, ESPN's Arash... Mark Aziz reported from Shanghai that Leangelo Ball was one of three men arrested in Wangzhou, however, where they're preparing to play their season opener against Georgia Tech. The three were being detained by Chinese police as of last night, however. Chinese lawyers are now telling Yahoo's Dan Wetzel that Ball, Jalen Hill, and Cody Wilde could be sentenced to three to ten years in prison if convicted on the charges. Additionally, William Nee, a researcher for Am. Uh, I can't say it. Uh, international Am A M Nesty Amnesty. I can't say it. Something Amnesty. international. What is it? Amnesty. Amnesty International. Thank you. Told Wessel that the suspects in China could be detained for a month or more before being indicted. So we are definitely going to be watching this very, very carefully. And uh, let's see some other news to report. However, of course, uh, like I said, however, oh yes, we did have one other story, however, I'll, I'll pull that up right now, hold on a second, and of course, we'll tell you about it right now, hold on a second, uh, this is according to Joseph Lee, TMZ is reporting that Mariah Carey's former security company is threatening legal action against her as the company's owner, Michael Anello, says she sex sexually harassed him and called him a variety of names like Nazi, a skinhead, a KKK member, and a white supremacist. Anello's attorney has written a draft of the suit as his company worked for Carey from June 2015 to May of this year. They claim they were denied pay of $221,329.51 as well as an extra $511,000 from a promised two more years of work. Anello added that Carey humiliated him and a co-worker by claiming they were part of hate groups. She also allegedly said she, quote, wanted to be surrounded with black guys, not white people. The lawsuit claims that Carrie also committed, quote, sexual acts with the intent that they be viewed by Anello. Anello said that during a trip to Cabo St. Lucas, Carrie asked him to move luggage in her room. 
When she arrived, she was seen wearing see-through lingerie that was open. He tried to leave, but she asked him to move the luggage. He eventually left without any physical contact. Now, Carrie's team has contacted Anello's attorney and have agreed to pay invoices, but Anello has not been satisfied with the offer. They have not commented also on the sexual harassment claim, as the lawsuit is currently on hold and it is believed that the settlement negotiations are underway. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D., uh, for, uh, for, your, for, uh, for all the for all stories here tonight. Of course, we also thank Bull Leather Mania for, uh, of course, as uh, now uh, friends of the WWS Radio Network allowing us to read their stories. Of course, uh, uh, movies, music, sports, wrestling, that sort of thing. We do thank them for allowing us to read their stories on the air here tonight. 1724-444-7444, call ID 141387-POUND. This is episode 76 of Outside the Ropes here for uh, Wednesday, November 8th, 2017. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, and the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Geraldo here with you. We're going to take a little bit past the 7.30 since we started a little bit late here, folks. But we, that way we can at least get yeah, a bunch of questions asked here to J.D. Um, and we're going to do a little bit different here, J.D. These questions that I'm, about to, that I'm going to be asking you here momentarily do not have any choices. All right. So you really think very, very hard here on these, okay? And also, first off, I wanted to also thank Roddy K for popping on and talking to us before we went on the air. He left us a link, apparently, uh, for something. And uh, I will, before we get started, I, I've been thinking about, let me go ahead and play this. Oh, shoot. Recorded live. Huh? The conference is now in silent mode. That's what this is from. This is a link that he put on our chat box. Uh, apparently, this is a long clip, apparently. Uh, hey, well, we're going to go forward. I'm going to, I'm going to download this, and we'll play. I'll play it here a little bit later. Uh, but apparently, this is what uh, this is what Roddy K was talking about here earlier. Uh, uh, talking about someone who was able to do a real impression of Major Boy Rick Flair. By the way, did you get a chance to see the special at all? I last night watched uh, about half of it. How uh, was it? Well, well I saw it was good. Right. Very good. I would definitely. Uh, I'm. I'm. I still got like some direct TV, which you're. Hmm. I said able to Infinity, uh, yeah, I'll have to check it out tomorrow. Yeah, definitely do that. Uh, uh and like I said, these are just some these are just some different questions. Like I said, some older, some newer. As as this is this is a different site where I got this from though, Jamie. Uh-huh. Like I said before, there's no um there are no choices. You have to like I said, just guess just take a wild guess at it if you have to. Uh-huh. And if you know them, if you know them, that's great. That's good. So let's go ahead and see what we got here. Uh <clears throat> um, let's see here. First question I have here is in the movie The Left Handed Gun, Paul Newman played who? Uh, however, he played a lawyer. Okay. The Left Handed Gun. Yeah. He played Billy the Kid. Hmm. Okay. In the movie Storm Warning, 
Which actress was killed? Janet Lee. The worst day. Well, you good guesses here. I mean, some of these I wouldn't be able to guess myself, to be honest with you. Uh, next up here, in the movie industry, what is a flipper often used by child actors? A mermaid. False teeth. James Bond's father's name was what? George. Andrew. You're making some good guesses. What was it, though? And Andrew, believe it or not. I've never heard, heard him talk about anything about Bond's father. Hmm. Never. I'm serious. I've never heard of it. In 1906, which country made the first feature film? England? It was Australia. The movie was Story of the Kelly Gang. Hmm. Okay, let's see, if you, let's see. This is an older one. I think you might know this one, JD. In the movie Rebel Without a Cause, what was the name of the high school? Uh, high school, high school, high school. I can't remember. Pass. Okay. I was going to actually say, though, in this case, since there's no choices, I was going to offer a hint or two, but did you already pass it? It was Dawson. I was going. To, I was actually going to say Blank Creek. Yeah. Let me try that. What was the first film made in CinemaScope? Greatest story ever told. The Robe. Huh. Well, this is this is this is going to be an interesting fact when you when we talk about this, JD. What did Clark Gable used to do four or more times a day? Smoke. Shower. Can you believe that? Crazy. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock's daughter appeared in what film thriller? Name the movie, and if you can, name the name. What, what was the name of the daughter? The Birds, 1963, I'll say, and Catherine. You're close. The movie was Psycho, and her name was Patricia. Huh. Uh, I know, I know. I'm I'm, t- I'm doing a trial run with this anyway, JD. To see, oh, I'm trying to. Okay, thank you. In the film Tommy, who played the Acid Queen? Ah, Tina Turner. I know that one all too well. Absolutely, you're absolutely right, Tina Turner. Who played Inspector Clouseau in 1968? Peter Sellers. Alan Arkin. That's right. I forgot about it. was a G movie. He backed out of that project at the last minute. That's right. I should have known that one. Next one here. Marilyn Monroe's real last name was what? Norma Jean DiMaggio. Mortensen. Who first starred in the film The Boy in the Plastic Bubble? John Travolta. Absolutely right. That's it. Okay. This is one in which someone changed their name to somebody you would recognize today, J.D. Alfonso D'Abruzzo changed his name to what? Um, I'll need a hint on this one. Uh, oh, what can I ask? Uh, Korea. Uh, Douglas MacArthur? Alan Alda. Mm. 
and then this is going to be a dead giveaway. This next question: What movie won the best screenplay Oscar in 1970? That would be Patton. Mash. That's why I couldn't give you that hint, but because it yeah, was yeah, but I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be Patton. No. Which okay, well that's okay. I mean, like some of these, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of stumbled upon myself. Um, which movie is the only silent film to win the Best Picture Oscar? Wings. You're right. That's it. Yeah. Uh, next, next one. Actor George C. Scott. What does the C stand for? Uh, C stands for Carl. Campbell. I was actually going to say the word soup. That may have probably helped you. Next one here. On film, who first played Flash Gordon? Buster Crab. You're right. That's it. What macho actor appeared in drag in two Marlena Dietrich movies? Jack Lemon. That's a good guess. You're not going to believe who it is. John Wayne. John Wayne. I never would have guessed that one. Oh, me neither. <laughs> in drag. But yeah, I remember you talking, you're I talking about... I can't believe he was an ugly lady. Or as they said, in, what was it? Uh, Jimmy, what was it? Induced Bigelow Male Gigolo? That's huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I imagine that picture that though for a minute. Yeah, Got him? Oh, yeah. Killed him? He was a great actor anyway. Now, what actor was the star of the movie The Sixth Sense? Bruce Wells. You're right. What famous Hollywood star used to be a circus acrobat? Oh, I should know this. I read somewhere about this too. Um, who was it? James Cagney. Burt Lancaster. I'll back in a sec. Okay, all right. Thank you very much. While we wait for JD to come back, we'll say this: one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one four one three eight seven pound. This is episode seventy six of WWS Outside the Ropes. This is Wednesday, November eighth, two thousand and seventeen. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinchall, and the Iceman, J.D. Jared, you're all know here with you. Uh, going to do a brief rundown here in about 30 minutes. We will have, of course, the NWO Madness Kingdom bring their thoughts and opinions. Okay, I'm back. On some big time, okay, on some big time discussions and debates on wrestling debate, one three nine nine two five pound And then, of course, at 9-11, of course, our live video feed from Hardy Boys fans for the Wednesday edition of Revolution. Rest of the news and views, history and birthdays, more big time talk about SmackDown. And of course, I'm sure you'll also be hearing some more uh, um, of the one list of the 150 greatest wrestlers of all time. So that'll be coming up here uh, momentarily, folks. Okay, here we go. Uh, oh, that was fast. In Arthur Haley's Roots, Ben Vereen played what character? Vereen played Quinta Kinte's dad. Do you know the name? Uh, George, I don't know. I'll give it to you. It's Chicken George. You're right. I'll give it to you. That was a guess. I mean, that was just a guess. George, yeah, yeah. Chicken George. Chicken yeah. George. That's that's pretty wild. Yes, it is. Okay, here's another one in which an, a, a person, uh, and, that, and this time it's an actress that changed her name to something you might you might know now, JD. Susan Alexandra changed her name to what? Susan Sarandon. 
close, Sigourney Weaver. In 1961, who was the first actress to win an Oscar for a non-English movie? What year? 1961. Sophia Loren? You're right. That's it. Good guess. Wow. Good guess. (laughs) Mark, okay, here's... This is going to be interesting. This is going to be interesting, and it's not going to be surprising. We'll just give it a try, and we'll see. Okay. I'll shut up at this this talk. There you go. Margaret... Crap, hold on. Margaret Herrick, H-E-R-R-I-C-K, named what in 1931? Margaret Hamilton. Well, she named a particular object. Oh, she named a, I don't know, pass. Believe it or not, it was the Oscar. Huh. Because, believe it or not, it looked like her uncle. Wow. Yeah. Next one here, Vaselina and Brilliant Tino were alternate names for what movie? Rudolph Valentino and the Sheik. Believe it or not, well, actually, Vaselina and Brilliant Tino were actually alternate names for a particular movie. It was Grease. What actor started his film career as an Anglo-Saxon type 2008 in the 1930s. Errol Flynn? David Niven. Huh. Okay. <clears throat> this name might ring a bell, J.D., let's see. Harold Sakata was badly burned playing what character? Uh, drag racing, I don't know. Odd job in Goldfinger. I guess he was the dude with it threw the hat around. Yeah. yeah. All right, speaking of James Bond, in which movie did Sean Connery sing Pretty Irish Girl? Uh, Diamonds Are Forever. Well, this, believe it or not, this wasn't a James Bond movie. It was another movie he was in. Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Okay, here's another one. Let's see if we can see if we can see uh, see see if you can see JD. By the way, yeah, I think you can. <laughs> uh, this is another. This is an actor who, of course, changed his name to something we all know. Jerome Cyberman achieved acting success as who? Jerome. I'll need a hint on this one. Hmm. Oh gosh. Um, this is the best thing. Best time I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a shot. Frankenstein. Boris Karloff. Gene Wilder. I should have said the whole movie, but Young Frankenstein, of course. But, but that was a good guess, though. Jim. Very, very good guess. Next one here. Alfred Hitchcock admitted to being terrified of what? Spiders. Believe it or not, policemen. Huh. <laughs> uh, yep. In Star Wars, who was the first character to speak? Vader. C-3PO. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. 
That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next one here. So here's another one, another actress, JD, who has changed her name. Betty Joan. Per, I don't can I pronounce his name as best I can. Perske, per, per I guess is the best way. P E R S K E changed her name to what? This is an, a legendary actor. I'm going to say that is going to be uh, uh, Betty Grable. Close. Lauren Bacall. In what movie did Baron Nupsy, N U M P S I, appear as the villain? Uh, no clue. The Golden Child, Eddie Murphy. That was a fun, that was a freaky movie too, by the way. I've never seen that. Next here, in which film did Richard Dreyfuss make his one-line movie debut? Oh, uh, The Graduate. You're right, that's it. Okay, let's see. Uh, I already asked that one here. What family did Mickey Rooney base a series of movies on? The Little Rascals? The Hardy family. I'm not sure if that had to do with... Hardy as in Laurel Hardy. I'm not sure what that is. But, um. All right. Next one here. The movie The Egg and I was whose first film? Vincent Price's? Marilyn Monroe. All right, another another one. Uh, this time, I think this is a uh, a director, believe it or not, JD, who has changed his name. Okay. Terrence Nesman, N E Z M A N, changed his name to what? Pass. Stanley Kubrick. This one might be kind of helpful. I will tell you though, this is another actress who has changed her name, but her first name is the same. After she changed it, right. I said that. Susanna Yolanda Fletcher changed her name to what? Louise Fletcher. Susanna York. I think she was the one that played uh, Superman's mother. I think. Yeah, I think so. That's right. What macho actor has a real first name of Walter? Uh, Walter Brennan. Bruce Willis. His real first name was Walter. Can you believe that? I, I, I have not known that. I, I, no, me neither. Uh, let me see. Which, this is going to be funny. Which male movie star once sold lingerie door to door? That would be... Oof. I'm not sure, however. Burt Lancaster. <laughs> he sold lingerie door to door. Okay. Paul Newman's first job at directing was with what movie? Uh, his first movie would be... I at, at directing. At directing. Never directing. At directing. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to pass on this one. Rachel, Rachel. I heard that movie. Okay. Well, who plays Clouseau after surgery in Curse of the Pink Panther? Um, if I remember correctly, and I think I do, that would be, wow, I think who that would be, um, uh, 
like I said, uh, like I said, I, I have no clue on this one. Roger Moore. The same <laughs> Excuse me. And this this is going to be a good segue to the next question. This is, of course, the same one who played Bond. Speaking of Bond, what type of gun does James Bond use? Uh, 007, License to Kill. What is it? License to Kill, 007. No, what type of gun? Oh, pistol. You don't know the actual name of the gun? No. Walter PPK. Which actor has been portrayed most on screen by other actors? Ooh, Jack Nicholson? Charlie Chaplin. Hmm. I was going to say the word silent. That might kind yeah, of Yeah, that would have helped. That's okay, though. Which 1954 film won eight Oscars? All Along the Waterfront? You got that right. Who played C-3PO in a series of films? Anthony Daniels. Right on that. Which movie was the only horror film nominated for the Best Film Oscar? The Exorcist. Right, 1973. Tom Cruise's first box office film was called what? Endless Love. Risky Business. What nationality was Odd Job? Assassin. No, nationality. No, oh, words, Asian. Close enough, Korean. What License to Kill was the first Bond film? What, what was it called? You know, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase. Let me, let me read this again. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I screwed that up. What, what License to Kill was the first Bond film not to be... Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I see what it is. They kind of screwed up the question. Oh, let me redo this. License to Kill was the first Bond film not to be what? Uh... First one to uh, not be a box office hit. Actually, it was not the first one not to be titled from a Bond book. Hmm. Who directed The African Queen? Uh, Sean Houston. You're right. Who played Bo Geste, or I guess, or G-E-S-T-E, in a 1939 film? Uh, Pat. Gary Cooper. What was the name of Elizabeth Taylor's horse in the ninth, in the 1944 film National Velvet? Victor. Well, I have here the answer is Pi. Pi? Hmm. Who named their horse Pi? I don't know. You know what? You know what was even? Um, you remember Hot the Trot? Yeah, Don. 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 Don? 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 Okay. Here's another one where she, another, as uh, Hollywood stars changed their name to something that everyone knows today. Anna Maria Luisa Italiano changed her name to what? Uh, Pass. Anne Bancroft. Which movie star was born in Sakhalin, Siberia? Uh, I'm going to say Gulag. I can't remember. Yul Brenner. I was going to actually say King, the word King. That may have kind of helped a bit. Who was the first film recipient of the Custard Pie in 1913? Uh, that would be uh, Buster Keaton. 
close, Fatty Arbuckle. What actor turned down the leading role in Lawrence of Arabia? Turned down the role. Uh, William Holden? Marlon Brando. Richard Burton narrated Jeff Wayne's what? Jeff Wayne's, uh, I can't remember, Pat. War of the Worlds. Uh, we'll do, uh, we'll do, we'll do four or five more before we call it a night, so that way you can get ready for the rest of the debate. Right. Uh, Casablanca in 1943 won the Oscar for what? Best Picture. That's right. Charlie Chaplin was the first actor to appear on the cover of what? Time. You got it. Harrison Ford played CIA agent Jack Ryan. What other actor played Jack Ryan? Alec Baldwin. You're right. Home for Red October. Great movie. Yes, right I had that on DVD. I haven't watched it in a while. Him and Sean Connery, excellent together. Yes. yes. Which actress was considered the Lawrence Olivier of orgasms? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, pass. Eddie Lamar. It's Headley. Headley. Which sexy Hollywood actress declared, I'll get naked at the drop of a hat? Mae West. Sharon Stone. <laughs> the, a- the annual H- Academy. Okay, this is. Cr- okay. Academy Awards are given for what? Uh, movies that are hacks. I don't know. Smoking in films. Oh, okay. Smoking. Yeah. yeah. What movie won the, won the best sound effect? Crap, I can't talk tonight. Sound effect. What? What That's right. What movie won the best sound effects Oscar in 1987? Uh, that would be. I can't remember. That's a good guess. Robocop. Quentin Tarantino had his deck. Directorial debut with what film? Pulp Fiction. Reservoir Dogs. Huh. What talented director directed Spartacus and Lolita? Oh, uh, I can't remember this. Something Lee Lyon. Um, I can't remember the first name, though. Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. And one more here. Fred Astaire began his career as what? A waiter. The world's worst juggler. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So there you, there you go there. We'll, we may try that one again. I'm not sure. I'll I'll have to see on that here a little bit later on. But uh, uh, <clears throat> um, anything else to report there, uh, J.D., before we go off the evening? Nope. Okay. Thank you very much, sir, uh, J.D. Uh, I do thank the Iceman, J.D., Jared D. Geralmo, and Roddy K. for coming with, we're, excuse me, with us here this evening for episode 76 of Outside the Ropes. Uh, sorry for the late arrival again there, folks, but whenever things happen, things happen, I guess. I really apologize about that. Be sure to tune in about 15 minutes here, ladies and gentlemen, for WWS Wrestling Debate, uh, 139-925-pound. <clears throat> and also, of course, WWS Revolution coming up in about an hour and 15 uh, from 9 to 11, of course. Uh, for our thoughts on SmackDown, as well as, of course, the list of the 152 greatest uh, stars. Continue big-time discussion on that. Uh, Outside the Ropes is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com, where we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. 
The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. Thank you very much for joining us here tonight. Take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, here in the WSWS Radio Network.com. God bless everyone and have a good evening. Good night. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.